Recently, I had the opportunity to talk to a Fortune 500 vice president of finance over lunch. When a challenging situation was brought up during the discussion, the VP commented and said, When I started with this company nearly 20 years ago, we had a similar problem. That sparked some creative energy within me and also helped me generate today's show title, What Got You Here Won't Get You There. Join me. Welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell. We are rocking it with episode 77. Today's title, What Got You Here Won't Get You There. If you listen to the intro, you know I recently was able to have lunch with a Fortune 500 Vice President of Finance. That was a fantastic opportunity. But when a particular topic was raised that there was a challenge with their organization, she commented that there was something similar that happened nearly 20 years ago. That gave me food for thought and also the inspiration for today's episode. What I'm thinking about and what I want to relate to you to hopefully maybe make some change in the world is that if something happened nearly 20 years ago and that connected with her memories of a situation that happened today, did anything in fact actually change in the last 20 years with regard to that particular challenge or struggle? Or has the organization, has their processes, and their systems stayed all the same? When you talk about a Fortune 500 company, I know there's many moving pieces, many moving parts, gears, and just a lot of activities going on. But within that organization, much like each of our particular jobs and our companies that we support, regardless of the role, we can all play a special, individualized role in how we help our organization to not only execute and continue forward, but kind of course correct when challenges arise. Something that's critical also when challenges, or you might say problems arise, is that we go into sometimes firefighting mode. It's great if you're a really good firefighter. You know how to put out problems when challenges arise. You rise to the occasion. You might say when a problem comes up, you're the first person to run towards that problem and help out. Be proactive, if you will. The first willing to respond. And that's great. However, one thing that happened despite the fact that you raised your hand and ran towards that challenge, it was actually reactionary. The situation, the problem, the challenge, however you want to coin the phrase, it happened first. Then you and others, potentially a large part of your organization, reacted to it and then tried to figure out how to resolve or course correct. What if... We each had the opportunity to be proactive, to create change within our small job function, job role, team, group, or larger part of the organization. Here's the kicker, maybe a shock to many of us. We all do have that capability to instill and initiate change. 
you might think, Craig, whoa, in my role, I'm just an hourly worker. In my role, I sit behind a desk. In my role, I just provide customer service. You know, I've met you, Craig, and I listen to your podcast. I'm a waiter. I'm a waitress. I'm a bartender. I'm out in customer service. How can I make change? How can I come to the occasion and rise to the occasion? Well, those are great questions. Regardless of what each and every one of us do, if we take the time to just look at the details a little more closely, scan the area that we're responsible for that we serve, if it's related to customer service in the sense of phones, computer systems, and emails, see if you can listen to your conversations a little more closely. Pick up on details a little more sharply. It might be during an email conversation with a customer or a chat function with a customer. It could be during a phone conversation. I mentioned in a prior episode that a famous author and speaker, Stephen Covey, once said, Most people listen with the intent to respond, not with the intent to understand. When basically there's a pause in a conversation, the other party listening almost jumps at the chance to respond, to reply. And many times that's because that pause gave them an opportunity to link something that happened in their life, in their history, and to respond back with a similar situation. I know that I'm personally guilty of that as well. But, for example, looking at details... If you're listening to someone's conversation, whether it's a friend, family member, coworker, you're in a group setting, maybe over lunch or a group meeting, try to stop and process as they speak one, two, maybe three key points. It doesn't have to be significant quantity. Just pick up on a specific key point or two to start with as you learn this process of listening in more detail. Once you hit that key point, Hold that in your mind, regardless of where the rest of their story takes you. Then, when there is time to respond, instead of saying, yeah, that happened to me too, and then go off onto your storyline, pick up on that particular point that they brought up. There was a reason why they mentioned that. It could be a pain point. It could be something they're struggling with. Maybe a challenge in their life personally or professionally. So in the case of this lunch that I had with the vice president of finance, it caught me off guard that a potentially similar or same situation could have occurred nearly 20 years ago and that that problem or challenging situation still existed today. Now, I don't truly know what happened to her 20 years ago that she witnessed or was a part of, nor what level in the company she was at the time, but the way the brain works is very interesting. It can tie back to events in your past job experience, in your past work history. So if something happened to you even back in school and that same situation arises again today, we're very often likely to connect to it subconsciously and then we start speaking about it. Such as, you know, that happened to me nearly 20 years ago or I remember them when that happened in our company and that's exactly what she did. She didn't know where the conversation was going to go. There was no posted agenda, 
The fact that it happened over lunch made it even more fluid and more open and dynamic for conversation. But the fact that she was able to link something going on today, a challenge, an issue, a problem, whatever your organization uses for those words, however they defined, situations that have come up that are unexpected or unplanned for. And she was able to tie that back nearly 20 years ago. To me, that signals a red flag, if not a strong yellow flag. I'd like the opportunity to go back to her sometime and address that situation and learn more. I think we all have the opportunity to help out, regardless of the position, the role, or the responsibility that we play in each and every one of our jobs. And even if you're a student working through high school, college, or higher education than that, maybe working on your master's or doctorate, we all know that the attention to detail is critical especially in this ultra-fast-paced world with 5G and 5G Extended and 5G Plus and who knows what's next, right? The faster we can go, the better. We're bombarded with information nearly 24 hours a day. You ever fall asleep with the TV on and you wake up? What's up there? Some type of advertising. If it's not an actual ad playing in between movie scenes or between your show breaks, take a look at the screenshot, freeze it. There's so many product placements out there. You'll know this from the way that the items are tilted away from or to the camera so that you can read the product names, such as the soda brand, the cigarette brand, uh, the clothing type. Some shows have even gone so far as to blur out products and images where the logos are located, even of large vehicles, which you can likely tell if it is a Ford, a Chevy, or a Dodge, for example, but the logo's blurred out. I don't know if that's because they don't want to give any credit or value to that company, or perhaps maybe that company was uh, refused to sponsor them, and so they said, hey, if they're not going to sponsor us during this show, then we won't go ahead and reference to them about their vehicle, their make, and their features. I don't know. But that was a segue. My point being, we are bombarded with information all the time, and I think it becomes difficult to filter out what is truly important to us. So, the next time you have a conversation, one-on-one, friend, family, group setting, or coworker, maybe you're with your team, maybe you're a team leader, try to listen a little bit more effectively. Because if we continue to do the same things, What got us here won't get us there. So, if you hear those key words of problems, challenges, issues, concerns, whatever the phrase is, dig in a little more. Even if you just probe at one or two key points, you will really connect with your audience and the speaker, and they'll feel that you've dialed in and listened to them on a close, personal, intimate level for that conversation. It can really help spark some new creative ideas. It can potentially offer solutions to existing problems. And hey, in the case of my conversation with a VP of finance over lunch, this issue may have been going on for nearly 20 years or more. Imagine if you took the time to probe into that situation Maybe there's an opportunity to work further together with someone in upper management in this case. Maybe when you meet with a supervisor, manager, or director in your company, or if it's a smaller company, maybe the owner. Just using those simple techniques 
of listening a little more closely, a little more carefully. And then go back to one of my other episodes where I talk about three Ps. Let me see if I can find that for you. My 3P episode talks about powerfully placed pauses. It's so important that we effectively listen. And with that tool set from the three Ps, you too can become a better listener and a better communicator. I'll make sure I put a link to my 3P episode in today's show notes. Okay, I took a quick break and I located that episode. It was called Powerfully Placed Pauses, and it was episode 51. It will help you strengthen your communication in the form of listening, the amount of control that you possess in a conversation, it'll improve discussions with one-on-one or one-on-group settings, it can help you be more of a stronger leader. Also, it's great with regards to interviews and if you have the opportunity for promotion, because communication is key to our lives. If you can become a better listener and a better observer of key details, you might be able to help solve some plaguing problems, challenges, or issues that your company has, and eventually you could start to be coined the go-to person or the fixer. What I mean by that is, when people think of problems, challenges, or issues, your name is connected with the solution. What a great place to be and what a great place to be thought of as. So remember, stop doing what you've always been doing. If it's not you, maybe you can help stop what your company, your team, your group is doing. Because what got us here won't get us there, meaning change is inevitable. You can choose to react to situations or modify yourselves, your behavior, your listening skills, and become proactive today. If you've enjoyed any of our podcasts at Career Growth Made Easy, I'm asking you for a serious favor. Please go out to social media right now. You can leave comments on your podcast listening app. You can also go to at Craig Ansel for Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Please leave some feedback. We'll be happy to converse with you on social media, and we really, truly want to know what you think of our show. If there's something that you're struggling with or challenged with, please reach out to us on those forums, or you can reach out to me directly, craig at craigansell.com. I promise I'll respond to your email personally, and I would love to engage in a conversation with you. Finally, If you need any help with regards to creating, updating, or redesigning your resume, or have been looking online for jobs and run into a snag where you see cover letter required and you just kind of freeze like a deer in the headlights and don't know what to do, we have got you covered. Please visit our website, craigansell.com. You'll be able to look at our free resources as well as our two masterclasses. They're packed full of information and step-by-step processes to help you create, update, or redesign your resume, whether it's the first time you're entering the job market or you're interested in promoting into your first level of management or beyond. Finally, if those cover letters stopped you in your tracks, our cover letter masterclass will help you through. You'll start with a blank sheet of paper And in less than an hour, you will have a completed cover letter ready to rock and roll, targeted for that specific job opportunity. Your cover letter's job is to help you get more views on your resume. 
And with a properly formatted and cleanly organized, powerfully packed resume, you'll get a greater chance at grabbing the interview. Don't let your older resume or misplaced resume hold you back. Be ready for the next job opportunity out there. And if you run into that snag needing a cover letter, remember, we've got you covered. This has been Craig Ansell, your host of the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. We're closing out episode 77. What got you here won't get you there. Have an absolutely wonderful week ahead. God bless. We'll talk soon.